we're talking about Captain America, the first Avenger. This is a movie. This is the second to last movie of phase one. Yeah. Everybody knows that after first Avenger is Avengers. Right. So this is just where you're like, Oh my God, we're getting closer to what we've been waiting for. So <laughs> at least that's, that's what I thought. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So, all right. Well, I'm Allison. I'm Parker. And like we said, we're talking about Captain America. Um, first Avenger. First Avenger. This is other Captain America. So things. this is our first glimpse of Captain America. Um, I remember being excited because Chris Evans, um, I mean, obviously you were excited because of the things that you just said, (laughs) (laughs) but I was excited because of Chris Evans. Well, and so before we kind of get into the movie, I remember, um, through all of my, um, website research that I went (laughs) through back then, um, when they said Chris Evans was cast as Captain America, um, I know that people were skeptical. Well, because at this point, he had been and Johnny a, Storm. He was Johnny Storm, but also just a lot of comedies. Yeah. And Captain America it's has kind of, funny moments, but he's he's not Tony Stark. No. You know, like, Tony Stark is someone who can be silly. He's literally an all-American, right. like, s- serious boy. Exactly. <laughs> man. Well, he, yeah. Boyish man. Boyish man. Yeah. Well, Boy we'll man. get into that, okay. but but yeah, no. So I know people were a little skeptical because I mean, Chris Evans does have a history of beyond beyond um, Fantastic Four of superhero movies. He was in um, Scott Pilgrim. He was oh yeah, he's he was so good. In he Scott was in Pilgrim. The Losers, yeah, which is also another mm-hmm. good comic book uh, graphic novel and uh, movie. Um, was he in anything else that was? I mean, he was in a lot of, but a lot of comedies. I mean, his really big role that people remember him of, first of all, is um, not another teen movie. Yeah. You know, yep. so mm-hmm. he's just known for being funny. And as Johnny Storm, he was funny. Um, as those people in The Losers and in um, Scott Pilgrim, he was actiony people, but still very, very comic relief. Right. So that tends to just be his role. So I just know there were a lot of skeptical people mm-hmm. about him. Yeah, I don't think that, yeah, before that, like, really the only thing, the only other thing that I knew him from was the Nanny Diaries. Oh, yeah, the Nanny Diaries, which, again, comic relief. Scarlett lean. Johansson. But, oh, yeah. I just okay. thought They of have that. a history. Oh, my. Well, yeah, so he hasn't done anything who was that was really super serious. Nowadays, he actually does more, more serious Stuff I think about that gifted movie that I haven't seen. Yeah, um, he had one um, that he directed. Oh, it took place in New York, and I can't remember the name of it, but I actually um, really enjoyed it. If I, if you give me a second here okay. before we go, before he directed go. and produced it as well, which I really liked. Oh, and then he was in that. Um, yes, that movie is in Netflix. It's on Netflix now. It was okay. not a Netflix movie, but I just remember seeing Okay. Yeah. Um, and then he was in that Snor- Snowpiercer movie. Did you ever see Snowpiercer? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was before Captain America? No. We're no, talking about after. Well, like, after. Since, since yeah. Captain America, yes. He's done more serious, more action mm-hmm. type things. Yeah, Snowpiercer. Great movie. I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I think Captain America kind of... It's funny that a comic book movie 
kind of propelled him into more serious yeah. type roles than he was in before. Right. So, um, so yeah. Well, because like you said, this is more of a serious role than I mean, his, well, than his previous. Oh, than his previous yeah. stuff. But then also when it comes to the comic book movies. Right. Um, you know, I would put him as serious as Bruce Banner. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, because I think this movie is a pretty serious movie. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. it takes place during World War II, so. Right. And there's not a lot, a lot of, of bad things happen. Yeah. 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 So, all right. <laughs> so yeah. let's get into because those bad things. I don't want to be controversial, Allison. I don't think Hitler was a good person. Oh, my God. And you God. know what? I'm going to say that on record. <laughs> I do not think that Adolf Hitler was a good person. Okay. Um, well, should we have a conversation right now about whether we think um, Hitler was better than Red Skull? <laughs> oh, oh. Should we get into the moral? Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that. I still Maybe later. think that Hitler was not good. <laughs> so. so are you saying that if you say that Hitler is better than Red Skull, that you're saying he's good? I'm not sure. <laughs> but again... Both bad. For everybody just out go, there, yeah. I want to say I don't think there are good people on either side of that. Oh, okay. I think when it comes to Red Skull and Hitler, there's not good people on no. either side. They're both bad, bad sides. Bad people on both sides. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we okay. got that taken care of. Right. And, <laughs> okay. So, so um, in in the interest of, of being fair, we watched this movie Two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah. Um, and just since so, then, we watched eight to ten other yeah. movies. So. so I think I left a little bit of a note on um, on last week's episode um, notes when I uploaded it. Just saying that um, we know we're a week behind. At some point, we will release two episodes mm-hmm. to get caught back up. But also, what I didn't put in... And so the reason that we're behind is because we've been... We bought this um, movie pass thing through Regal to see all of the Best Picture nominees so that we can go into the Oscars, you know. Prepared. Prepared. And it was a lot of work. Yeah. Because apparently I still had to go to my job Mm -hmm. most days (laughs) and do things to get ready for this. So so. it it has, um, as our friend Linnell pointed out, it has felt like a second job for that. So um, the podcast has suffered. (laughs) We apologize. Right. But like I said, we will be putting out two episodes in a week to catch back up, but we're going to have to do that twice Mm -hmm. because it's just been announced that Marvel is releasing uh, Avengers Infinity War a week early. Right. So they obviously didn't hear our plan to watch a movie I know. Or they did and they were like, screw you guys. But that just means we get to watch uh, Black Panther a week early. Again. Again. Oh. Which we've already seen cause yes, because why came out we, we had to. But we will be watching it again right before we see Affinity War. Because I might watch it a couple times before right. then. But, but yeah. that's the last movie. And <laughs> yeah. Okay. We can't get into okay. that now. So, so yeah, so we will eventually get caught up. So, mm-hmm. you know, cause I know you guys are anxiously waiting by your podcaster of choice to get, you know, right. the next episode of <laughs> insert super pun here. Exactly. Um, all right, so let's try to remember the minutia of well, this movie. The movie starts, um, we're, we're in the present day, mm-hmm. and it starts with a bunch of S.H.I.E.L.D. people finding um, a, um, an aircraft stuck in the, in the ice. Yeah, yeah, in the ice. And then we go back to 1942. Well, so they go into, they get yep. into the aircraft, and I think that's, no. Oh, they they... 
Oh, you see, they see the shield. Mm-hmm. They see Cap. Cap's right. shield. And they call... Right. Which, I mean, is not really that big of a deal. Right. Like, if you're... If you've never, right. ever heard of Captain America or seen him, then maybe you wouldn't know that that's his shield, but... But if you... And like most people, if you know a little bit of the backstory of Captain America, everyone knows Captain America's in there. Yeah. You know, just spoiler right. alert. But, <laughs> you know, he's in there, so we're told... That's why they're like, you should call someone. For all we know, they also saw him. Right. But we just... Yeah. They didn't show us. So they... They show the shield, and then we flash back to um, <clears throat> Germany mm-hmm. in like 1942. Okay, so um, we see if there's a German church, like an old mm-hmm. an old stone cathedral thing, and there's um, some Nazis, right? And a monk who's just kind of well, I think guarding he's a chair- caretaker, is he caretaker of some okay. sort. Um, isn't he the guy from Harry Potter, the the guy with the cat, the old guy with the longer oh, gray the, hair? Oh, uh, the squib. Yeah, the gate, not the gatekeeper, but the the janitor guy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The groundskeeper. Groundskeeper. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. I don't remember. I think it is. I'll look that up while you talk. Okay. Thanks. So. I don't know who says it, but I put a note here that it's Elrond Agent Smith that comes out talking to um, the, uh, the the church keeper guy. Okay. Um, so it's uh, it's what's his face? <laughs> I forgot his name already. Um, it is Hugo Weaving, mm-hmm. and so I just it's funny to me because he's played so many. I don't know. I don't know if I want to say iconic, but he's played a lot of like big roles. He's played a lot of villains. Well, not just that, but like, like when I see him, I immediately think of Agent Smith, and right. then also Elrond, the elf right. from Oh yeah, um, I always forget about Lord of that. the Rings. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I always just think of that. Um, <laughs> I think I always go to Agent Smith. Yeah. Well, and so yeah. I think of like bad. And then also V for Vendetta. Oh my god, right. Ooh, oh my gosh, I forgot that. I know. Uh, so anyway, he's looking for the jewel of Odin's treasure room, mm-hmm. which I'm very confused about. Well, it's the Tesseract. The Tesseract. The Tesseract, yes. Because so, we talked about this in the Thor movie where we were confused about whether the casket was um, right. an Infinity Stone, but it's really the Tesseract that yeah. ends up being the Infinity Stone. Right. Oh, spoiler alert, sorry. Yeah. Um, but it's a blue cube. We... We saw it at the end of Thor, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, basically, <laughs> wow. Basically. So anyway, I tried. Okay, so basically, he ends up finding it, destroys the church, and drives off in his impossibly big car. Right. Exactly. So we and we don't know. You know, we know he's in charge, but we don't know who he is. Yeah, yet. they don't he really is, explain it. Right. I mean, clearly, he's a Nazi. Right. Um, but we don't know anything else about him. I mean, clearly he's probably a higher up, but right. that's all we really know. Right. So they, so he gets it, he talks about power. Yeah. Because he does that a lot in this movie. Yeah. He talks about having power. He's got a hard on for power. He really power. Um, all right. So then we cut to, um, New York. Steve Rogers. Yeah, in New York. In New York. Yeah. Same time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Just because in. In Civil War, he makes a point to tell Spider-Man that he's from Brooklyn. Spoiler alert. Ah. 
Spider-Man's in Civil War. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. Um, I'm assuming most people have seen yeah. these movies. Okay. Assume away. So anyway, um, so the first glimpse we get of Steve Rogers, why don't you describe him? So they, so anyone who knows, again, the back history of Captain America knows that Steve Rogers was just kind of like a little guy. He was just like a little sick, weakly type yeah. person before he got the super soldier stuff. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to make Chris Evans, who was not small and weak looking. Well, and to be fair, previously, he hasn't been, like, super jacked or anything in the other movies. No. Like, but he's a tall guy. He's, he's a tall, He's a, he's he's a, a broad a, shoulders. Yeah. yeah. He's... Well, and he's had a be kind of muscular. Yeah. I mean, he, he's fit. We'll say he's fit. But Captain... Uh, but Steve Rogers is not. No. So they... Um, it t- once you get used to it, it's good. But when you first see him, his head is huge. It's very awkward. Because it's Chris Evans' head. Yeah, that they CGI'd onto this little tiny body. Skinny body. Yeah. And it just looks yeah. weird. But I mean, but it fits exactly what it needs to be. Right. So it shows him being rejected um, because of his health problems and because he's so small and everything. I believe from- it's a four F designation that he gets. Which basically means that he's unfit, unfit for military duty. Right. And all he wants to do is be in the army. Right. All he wants to do is fight some Nazis. Like, who doesn't? Right. We all want to fight Nazis. Um, so, yeah, because I think he's got, like, asthma and probably brittle bone disease. <laughs> right. I don't know. This is horrible stuff. Yeah. So then he ends up going to a movie. And back in the day, they used to show, like, war shorts mm-hmm. before the movies. So it was kind of like little newsreels. Um, but then also kind of like propaganda pump ups, you know, right. to keep everyone's morale up. And there's this guy that's kind of like wants, heckling. They he, want to watch the Looney Tunes. Yeah. <laughs> Get to the movie. And then he, Steve yes. Rogers says, show some respect. Yeah. And he starts yelling. The guy's like, oh, do you want to take this outside? He's like, yeah. And then the guy stands up and he's really tall. <laughs> so he takes him outside and he beats the crap. Yeah. So he's beating um, up Steve Rogers and. And he's like, if you had enough, and he's like, I could do this all day. And he's all bloody and yeah. weak and tiny. Headed. And so the guy goes to hit him again, and we see our first glimpse of that beautiful, beautiful man. Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. Who plays um, James, James Bucky Barnes. Mm-hmm. Who will call Bucky yeah. from now on. Steve Rogers' best friend. He James ba- Buchanan Bucky Barnes. <laughs> and he, and he <laughs> basically tells the guy to pick out someone his own size. And, and pushes punch, them away. Yeah. And, well, punches them. Yeah, oh, really? Eh. He does something that says, hey, you know what? I'm bigger than Just you. I can, beat, like, I can beat you up. Yeah. And so he does that. Just something handsome and heroic. Right. And then you see, you know, Steve being like, oh, I could have taken him. I had him on the ropes and something like that. And then um, you just see their their friendship. That yeah. They've been best friends for years. That they right. grew up together. Um, and Bucky's like, you know what? I got us a date. I got us dates. Mm-hmm. So they were going to go on a double date to... Um, I think it's the Future Expo or yeah, something. Something like, that. something like a a World's Fair for technology. Yeah. yeah, it's very similar to in the Iron Man Two, the Stark Expo. Yeah, it probably grew into the Stark right. Expo at some so point. So it's just a future technology. But expo. speaking of Stark, we see our first glimpse of yep. Howard Stark. Well, technically not our first glimpse. Our first glimpse of young Howard. Yeah, young Stark. Her- Howard Stark, played by Dominic Cooper. Cooper, mm-hmm. who plays him in. The young Harold Stark. Oh, and Agent Carter. And Agent yeah. Carter. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and who also ends ends up going on to play uh, Preacher. Preacher, yeah. 
which I have yet to see the second season no. of, um, but was a very excellent first season. Yes, definitely. Um, okay. Digress. <laughs> yes. Can I hear for Preacher Corner? <laughs> oh, I would be oh, a, I like I it. <laughs> I like it. I'm a it's little, tawdry. I'm on the ropes of that one. <laughs> so, so we see him, and he's introducing a new future technology, a flying car. Mm-hmm. So it starts kind of floating and flying, and then it does. Yeah. It kind of hovers off the ground a little bit. Yeah. And then it just kind of catches a fire a little bit and just oh, falls just to the ground. Out yeah. And it falls. Yeah. You know, and he looks embarrassed and <laughs> all that stuff. And during that, we also see um, the double date yeah. with Bucky and Steve and their dates. And Bucky's date's all over Bucky. Yeah. Steve's date doesn't really care for Steve. Yeah. But I, it doesn't really seem like he's that interested either. No. Because what he does is. While his date is just kind of being ignoring him, he sees that there's another recruitment office. Right. And so he goes over to that recruitment office and tries to be recruited to go to the army. Well, he goes over there and Bucky comes over and he's like, What are you doing, man? And he's like, You know, are you going to keep doing this? Because basically, um, Steve keeps trying to enlist using different addresses mm-hmm. um, and different names. I think it's the same name, no, different address. Different really? Names, yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, so anyway, so they kind of get in an argument, and then you see kind of, um, you see Stanley Tucci in the background. Right. Um, creeping on their conversation. Uh, and and he's a, basically Steve he's a just German, says... He's a German doctor. Okay. A German scientist. But um, Steve basically tells Bucky, like, he wants to do his part. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people are dying, and he, he doesn't feel like he can do anything less. Um, so... Uh, Stanley Tucci overhears this, um, and he, I don't know, kind of gets this creepy look on his face. Well, you don't know what's going on. He he sees... He hears what Steve Steve is saying, and he just kind of sees hope in him. Yeah. And he kind of... He sees like he's a good guy. Like, he has the right reasons for wanting to go. Right, exactly. So he basically confronts Steve. While he's being examined. Right, with all of his names and aliases that he's used to try, and Steve thinks he's going to be arrested. And he's like, no, I want you to join. Mm-hmm. I'm going to approve you, and I want you to join. I have this special project. He doesn't really go into what the project is. Yeah. But he's like, I have this special project, so I want you to join. So he approves his stuff, and Steve actually goes to boot camp. Mm-hmm. Um, at boot camp, he, we're introduced to um, Peggy Carter, a British. Oh, we love uh, we Peggy, love Peggy Carter. Carter. But she's a British agent who's working with the American government, and... Tommy Lee Jones, who is a colonel. Yeah. So he's like running. Colonel Chester Phillips. Okay. All right. Um, So uh, Haley Atwell plays Peggy Carter. And she's fucking flawless. She's amazing. She's the best character. in One of my favorite characters, yeah. She's just great. She's so good. Um, Basically, there's a montage of Tiny Steve. um, Trying to do Sucking. Through boot camp. Well, sucking through boot camp, sucking through boot camp most of the time, but, but also getting also bullied, getting bullied, but also using his brains to overcome some of the obstacles. Yeah, like there's this one obstacle where um they're running and he's all he's in the back and he yeah. just can't run anymore. And one of the generals set one of the generals says, first person who can go up and grab that flag." gets a ride in the car with Agent Carter. Mm-hmm. And no one can do it. They're trying they to, like... Climb up climb the flagpole up, yeah. and trying to use their brute strength. And that no one. And he's like, no one's doing it. Let's just go. 
Then Steve goes to the bottom of the flagpole. He pulls out some of the bolts. The flagpole falls down. He picks up the flag and he hops in the car. So it's showing that he has the brains. Right. That he's not just always thinking about using physical strength to overcome any obstacle. And also throughout, we also see on Tommy Lee Jones' character just kind of being kind of skeptical. And it comes to a head at the end of the montage where he's talking to um, Stanley Tucci Tucci and Agent Carter about how he's like, you know what? I don't think this Steve Rogers is really going to work. Why is he here? I really want this other guy. Who's a model soldier. Right, who's tall. Who's the one that's kind of been like passively, well. Not passively. Like bullying (laughs) Steve Rogers. So um, to prove his point, uh, Tommy Lee Jones pulls out a grenade and throws it and says, live grenade. And everybody runs away. Runs away except for little Steve Rogers who jumps on the grenade and tells everyone to back away. Mm-hmm. So he was willing to sacrifice himself for these people that were really mean to him. Yeah. Um, and then Tommy Lee Jones was just like, oh, well, it was a fake grenade. And he kind of saw what everyone else sees in Steve. So he kind of approves of Steve Rogers being, mm-hmm. I almost called him Steve Trevor. Um, but that's the wrong universe. <laughs> um, Steve Rogers being part of the secret um, soldier. Super soldier. Yeah. Experiment. So kind of interspersed in here is where we see um, Schmidt. Johan Schmidt? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Hugo Weaving. Um, back at his little compound. Um, I think we kind of find out in here we hear the term Hydra. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, That's the first time we hear Hydra. Yeah, so we hear Hydra. Basically, these are... um, Oh, we also see, I think, that... um, Well, so Smith is looking for Stanley Tucci. Because Stanley Tucci used to work for the German army. Yeah. And knows about... The super soldier serum was actually created in Germany. Yeah. uh, By Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Schmidt, no, by the doctor. By the doctor, but Schmidt was the first person. He was to he was be, the one like overseeing the project, right. but and it he was, had it. Yeah, it was Stanley Tucci's right. serum, right? And he kind of forced him to give it to him, right. even though it wasn't exactly. ready. So he wants to go and kill Stanley Tucci and get the serum. Back. Yeah. So yes. we see. This is also where we see because that guy's doing the painting yep. and that little mm-hmm. Zola, Doctor Zola. Yep. Um, is looking at the painting, and um, do we actually see his face? I don't Not think yet, we, but okay. we just we know that his there's something weird about his face because there's a lot of red on the palette. Yeah, there's a lot of red on the palette, and we just but we just don't see right his actual face. And you could just tell that like people are afraid of Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, it's um, but we find out that Schmidt that Schmidt's people figure out where Stanley Tucci is and yeah. send somebody to go get him. Yeah, so basically the night before what the procedure, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Tucci, Dr. Stanley Tucci yes. and, um, <laughs> and uh, Steve Rogers are talking, and basically the doctor's kind of explaining to him that the serum enhances um, the person's, I guess, innate... Right, traits. Right. right. So it makes a bad person worse. It makes a good person great. Like, it reminded me of um, what Obama said about the presidency. That the presidency doesn't change you, it enhances who you actually are. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, it's not beautiful now that we have a <laughs> It's not beautiful now. Um, 
Yeah, so anyway, so he's just kind of basically saying I chose you because, you know, you're a good person yeah, and inside. and this this the serum is going to make you stronger, it's going to make you better, but it's, you know, it's because you're a good person that I chose you. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so then the next day So he he's in the um so the next day um Agent Carter and um Steve Rogers are just having a nice conversation in the car. Mhm. Well, they're just kind of, you kind of see, you kind of see that she cares for him as a person. Yeah. Because she's seen his strength. Yeah. Um, you know, and as they're going, they go to like, what's like a dress shop? An antique store or Or an something. antique store. Something that, is, where there's the laboratories underneath. Yeah. So they have to say a code word to get in. They get in, um, and then they see that they're in a laboratory mm-hmm. and they get ready to put... So there's a bunch of like um, military people there to, to oversee it, and, yeah. yeah. And then um, Howard Stark is there because he's part of it, because right. he's got a pump and full of gamma rays. Right. They fucking oh, love gamma rays. Gamma. Um, so basically, they put him, they strap him down, mm-hmm. and there's a, a bunch of these vials of blue liquid. Um, of course, there's one left, right. you know, just in case, I suppose. Well, it's always and they like. They, they, you know, put the, um, I don't know, they shoot them up with the vials. Right. And then they put them in this, like, weird metal Almost coffin. Almost like an iron thing. tut, lung type yeah. thing. You know what it looks like? Looks like that thing that, oh, never mind. <laughs> looks nothing like that. I, for some reason, it reminded me of um, Jemaine Clement's character, what he's in in uh, Legion. But I think he's... Oh, no. 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 He's in one of those old... Yeah. Old deep sea diving yeah. suits. This, it looks like an so iron one, kind of. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, so then they pump him full of gamma rays. You can hear him yelling screaming. and screaming. Peggy Carter's like, "No, make it stop!" Right. So they go to stop it, and he's like, "No, keep it going. I want to finish this." Yeah. And so showing his inner strength again, uh, it happens. He comes out. Big, tall, strong, it muscular. Literally Chris looks like somebody took a bicycle tire pump and just Blew him pumped up. him up. Made his head a normal looking size. Yeah. His body. But his muscles are all like, There's, they're all, it looks like balloons stuffed under his skin. But it's also great because then like everyone's kind of coming up to look at him and Peggy Carter does this whole weird. She almost touches him but then she's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Can somebody get him a shirt? I'm so distracted. Girl, he's like, you know what? Peggy Girl. Carter's all of us. Yeah. Just wanted to just touch want... his chest real oh fast. My. Oh my. this? <laughs> Um, so at this point we kind of see this, like one of the guys up in the gallery is being a little squirrely mm-hmm. and he gets up off his seat and leaves something behind and then he presses a button and it explodes. And in all of the, um, fracas, right. so he grabs the last soldier. vial yeah. um, and he, and, and kills he Stanley Tucci. Yes. He shoots, shoots Stanley Tucci. And, 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 and Steve Rogers runs there and no. And he points at his chest and he goes. Something. It's all. It's in you it's now. In you. Or, and then Steve is just like, you know what? I'm going to get this guy. Yeah. And so then we see. So then it's a like. A, First of all, Peggy Carter is the only one yes. that runs after this guy because okay, she's a and she agent. shoots after him. She's very awesome. But then Steve Rogers is also trying. She loses him. So Steve Rogers starts running after this guy while he's in a car. Mm-hmm. And he realizes he can run really fast. Yeah. And so he starts running, and they have a chase through. The city, mm-hmm. a little bit. So they get to the docks. Right. And then he kidnaps this kid. Mm-hmm. 
and throws him in the water and Steve well, goes the, to save him. In a him. really cool um, sort of nod to the future, I guess, um, he, I don't know, this taxi does something and he rips the door off the taxi. Oh, yeah. And the door has, it's like a red star taxi right. or something. So it has a, a, shield. a yeah. yeah. So he's using it as a shield and it has a star mm -hmm. with a circle around it, I think, which is, you know, a nod to his future. Right. Um, shield. Exactly. Um, and then, so anyway, yeah. Yeah, it saves his kid. He doesn't really save the kid. The guy kid. throws the kid in the water. The kid's like, I can swim. I'm good. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. So he goes after him. Um, and why, and the vial he's breaks. This little, well, he's in this little tiny submarine thing. Right. And he, so Steve jumps in the water after it, punches the thing yeah. open, grabs him out, throws him up on it. And him. the vial breaks. Mm -hmm. And so there's no more super soldier serum. And then we also see the guy pull one of his teeth out, which is a cyanide cast full pill. And <laughs> nice. And bites on it and dies. Okay. So Steve has no answers. Mm -hmm. So after all of this happens, um, the U.S. government's basically like, you know what? We need you. And Steve's like, I'm ready. Let's do this. He's like... We need you to go. Because Tommy Lee Jones is like, right. no, you're, you're not like you don't have any soldier have soldierly experience. experience. So he's like, we need you where you can be important, and that it's selling bonds. <laughs> so war bonds. Steve has to go on this like tour of the world, um, the country, the country, but he also ends up in like Italy and different places like that. Yeah. So U.S. bases well, around the well, world. Well, because he does the war bond tours in America, because right. that's where they're trying to raise money right. by selling bonds. Oh, and then, then he does kind of a USO so, type thing. Yeah. So it's funny because his outfit is a Captain America, a quote unquote old school Captain America costume. Mm -hmm. It's felt. Yeah. Like it's like cloth. Yeah. Like the Captain America costume was back in the day with the wings. Where it provides as the, no protection. The, yeah, yeah. It's just, it, it's great. Yeah. Um, and so he has to talk about punching Hitler. And there's a nice little montage of him doing this. And there's girls in short skirts dancing on a chorus line. Which always makes me want to buy bonds. <laughs> um, so then he, there's a nice little montage of that. And then he's doing, uh, he's in Italy doing the USO. And he's actually performing for the troops. And the troops are all like, we don't care about you. Yeah, who are you? Yeah, we're we actually, want the girls back. Yeah, we're fighting. Right. Like, you're telling us you're fighting Hitler? No, we're fighting They him. moon him. Yeah. They throw lettuce at and him. And it makes him sad, and he doesn't like it. Um, <laughs> he doesn't. Steve gets very sad a lot. Uh-huh. So he's just kind of, like, Beans. behind the scenes, like, being depressed, and then Peggy Carter shows up. And, um... And she happens to let it slip that these guys that he was performing for are the, the re remaining guys from a certain um, group. Like a certain... Battalion. Um, battalion. That's what they call it. Yes. Um, and they're the only ones remaining because he, they they got they got beat down pretty badly and like a bunch of them got captured. And she, was, she said the name of the battalion, but I don't remember. But basically Steve was like, wait, what name did you say? Yeah. And he knew it was Bucky's. Mm -hmm. So he goes and he's, um, he goes and he sees Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. And he says, I want to go. I need to go fight. I need to find Bucky. Because he asked, what about James McCann? Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, he was, he's presumed. He's that. missing, yeah. Um, and so they, um, so he's like, I have to go. Tommy Lee Jones is saying, no, you can't. Yeah. So. He looks at the map. And then he goes and um, packs his stuff. 
and um, Peggy Carter is like, hey, I can get you a ride. With Howard Stark. Yeah, so Howard Stark flies them into Austria. So before they do that, he grabs a helmet, mm-hmm. uh, which comes part of his costume. Yeah. And um, a leather jacket. That happens jacket. to have an A on it. Right, and a leather jacket. Mm-hmm. You know, just to look a little more, and he still has that fake shield. Yeah. But it looks a little more professional than his cloth. But his cloth outfit is on. Yeah. So his blue pants with a leather jacket to just be more. No, he had like the khaki pants on, like the cargo pants. Yeah, but it's to be more functional, right? To look like an actual soldier. So, um, (laughs) because he doesn't really blend in with Captain America costume on. So, um, so Agent Carter and um, Howard Stark fly him behind enemy lines, and he jumps out the plane. Mm -hmm. Well, at first he makes like a. um... Oh wait. Oh no, he he thinks that he he kind of suspects that maybe Peggy Carter and Howard Stark are kind of oh, together right, or yeah. something, something about fondue. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he j- <laughs> and Steve doesn't know what fondue is. No. Uh, he just assumes it's some sort of sexual. Well, that's thing. why he was so skinny. Because <laughs> he had discovered fondue. fondue. Uh, so yeah, so he jumps out of the plane and he gets to the German base where they're keeping the prisoners. And we see... And we actually see him with some skills. Like, yeah. not just his strength. Right. But he's sneaking around. He's ducking and diving. <laughs> he's doing what people do when they... He's, he's playing dodgeball. <laughs> he's doing all that. And basically, he finds all the people that have been... Most of the people have been captured. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, in, in cages. Right. And so, so he, he like, sets them free. And says, will you fight with me? Yeah. Let's go fight. And they go... At first, like, who are you? And he's like... Captain, Captain America. America. They're like, what? But okay. <laughs> and so they go and they fight with him. And so we see all the soldiers actually going out fighting the German soldiers. Mm-hmm. And well, technically in. they're the Hydra soldiers. The Hydra, right. Yeah. So we oh, we skipped a part. So before all of this, sorry, we go back. <laughs> before all of this, we see um, Schmidt go to a bunch of uh, Nazi um, higher ups yeah. and say, "Screw Hitler, we're not doing this for Hitler. Hail yeah. Hydra!" Yeah, and he kills those soldiers with this. Uh, the Tesseract is actually in. Yeah, because Doctor Zola has has used the Tesseract right. to make these these, we- these new weapons. weapons, and it looks like a laser beam. Yeah, and he basically disintegrates. Yeah, these Nazi soldiers and all the other lackeys. They're like, "Oh, you know what?" Forget Nazis, hell Hydra. Yeah. And so so he's basically, Hydra has taken over that group of Nazis. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, um, so now that's where these American soldiers were captured. Right. So they come out and they start attacking the Hydra soldiers ju- using their weapons, using the Tesseract type weapons. Yeah. And being like, oh my God, this is great. And they have tanks and all of that yeah. stuff. And Schmidt sees that the inmates are... Are running the asylum. <laughs> and he flips some switches, which we are led to believe are, are going to detonate. Self-destruct. Yeah. Yes. Um, so he tells Dr. Zola he better grab his, his shit and get out. Um, and then so, Steve's running around and he happens to see... Bucky being tortured. He's, well, he sees a map. First of all, with like little pin, okay. like little flags oh, in it, so oh, it kind of yes. like memorizes the map. Um, and then he finds Bucky, who's strapped to a table. Which okay, never mind. No, he's being <laughs> we, tortured. No, we I don't know. Like it's that. not sexy. It's not. Um, it's I mean, not. It could be. No, it's not. <laughs> so anyway, 
Um, in a, in a really funny thing, um, when Bucky gets off the table and he stands up, Steve's now taller than him. And he's like, I thought you were taller. No, Bucky says, I remember you being shorter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes more <laughs> yeah. sense. <He's> like, <laughs> Sorry, anytime I talk about Sebastian Stan, I just get all... So, so Steve is trying to get him out. Mm-hmm. That's when thing Shit is getting ready to start <laughs> blowing up. And Steve actually runs into Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bucky and they Steve fight are on one side mm-hmm. of, um, like, a... Like a balcony, like a cow- catwalk. Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. And then Schmidt and Zola are on the other side, and Schmidt goes on his villain speech about you won't stop me, and I'm going to do this, and you have the super super soldier serum in you, but I also have it in me. And at that point, he grabs his well, face. Well, because because Captain America punches him, and you can kind of see like oh, yeah, the dude. skin on his face is like out of place under his eye, mm-hmm. um, and. And Dr. Zola, like, makes the the walkway go back. Mm-hmm. And so he's, like, still continuing his monologue. And then he rips his face off. And, and um, he's, the Red Skull. he's the Red Skull. Yes. And it's kind of off-putting. No, but it, it's good for the movie. Yeah. Yes. They did not good. No, they did a really great job. They did a good job. job. They made it look really good. Mm-hmm. So we figure out that he that's what the Super Soldier Serum did to him. Yeah. Which, whew, God, I didn't do that for Right. Seconds. I know. We still see his uh, So we see face. that he's the Red Skull. They get away. Yeah. Um, Red Skull jumps into like a flying helicopter plane jet thing. thing. Yeah. And he gives the keys to his car to Zola, Zola. and says, do not scratch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as shit's blowing up, Steve and um, Bucky. Bucky have to get him to the other side of the catwalk to leave. Uh, Bucky makes it across. Steve, the thing blows up. Steve has to use his powers to jump really high. Yeah. But he makes it. And all the soldiers basically return back to um, base. Right. So basically, Tommy Lee Jones is um, bitching at Peggy Carter because um, he knows that she had, you know. Let him go. She she let Steve into Austria, basically. Um, and um, then there's all a commotion. And then it turns out that it's Steve leading basically the rest of the battalion back. And uh, they're all victorious and whatnot. Um, So then they're kind of, um, we cut to uh, them being in like a little pub thing Mm -hmm. and everyone's drinking and celebrating and whatever. Stan Lee is there as an old soldier guy. Mm -hmm. His cameo. So we see his cameo. How's that very sneezy? (laughs) Um, So then uh, we cut to... Steve and Bucky um, kind of reminiscing in the other room. Oh, because we see the Howling Commando guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, right. And so there's a couple of guys. There's an Asian guy. There's a black guy that speaks French and German. Uh, there's a, a guy that only speaks French. Maybe he's a French soldier. Right. Um, they all have names. But... Yeah. There's um, the guy who ends up being Damien Dark. Right. Um, right. I know him. He's dumb dumb. Yes. Is his name, yeah. Um, he's and, actually in the modern comics. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess Steve is, like, trying to put together a team. To go fight Right, Hydra. and they're all like, yeah, sure, yeah. we'll do that. So, so then he goes back to talk to Bucky, and Bucky's like, they all said yes, right? And he's like, yeah. And then we see everybody's falling silent as Peggy Carter in 
a super hot red dress comes walking in to a pub to a pub a woman and she a comes pub. up to steve and bucky's all like hey i'm bucky barnes i was like trying to introduce himself and she's just kind of ignoring him and she's talking to steve and there's such sexual tension there is, there's good chemistry between yeah them. um so anyway um yeah they, so they make a plan so she wants it to kind of help them so she um with tony um uh, tony stark with Howard Stark, kind of give them some more materials. And that's, and, and uh, Howard Stark actually gives him a well, shield. Well, so, yeah. So the next day he goes to like meet them at the strategic, mm-hmm. whatever, blah, blah, blah. Shield. And uh, it's not shield yet. It's going to be shield. It's the strategic something. Yes, shield. Uh, <laughs> shut up. So this is where um, Natalie Dormer. Oh my gosh. Um, who was Moriarty in mm. the CBS show Elementary, which I love, and who is also uh, What's-Her-Face in Game of Thrones. Marjorie. Oh. Nailed it. Oh, dang. Um, so she comes on to Steve. She kisses him. He doesn't really not kiss her back. And Peggy walks in on them. And... You remember the most important part. Well, it's I'm like the shield. It's a good part. Well, because then um, she leads him into, or like he goes into, uh, oh, he's like, well, how was I supposed to know? I thought you and Howard Stark and Fondue. And she's like, you really don't know anything about women. And walks away. So then he goes and he's he's talking to Howard. And Howard's like, Fondue is just cheese and bread, my friend. Um, so anyway, then he's showing him like the different, right. like you were saying. So he gives him a shield. Peggy Carter, he keeps talking about how the shield's indestructible and all that stuff. And so Peggy Carter takes a gun out and shoots Steve. And he puts the shield in front of him and it bounces off. Yeah, well, and, they don't actually bounce off because that would have been really dangerous. Well, they, made a, they just oh, right. kind of like fell oh, off. But they make a joke about how do you know that was going to happen? She's like, I did it. <laughs> And but, I made a note saying Peggy is the fucking goat. <laughs> but we hear that um, we basically hear for the first time the term vibranium. Yes. So the shield is made out of vibranium, which is a indestructible metal. Right. And he's like, Steve's like, well, why don't why don't we have more of these? And Howard's like, you're looking at all of the vibranium we have. Right. Um, so then it there's like a the later on. right. So now there's a montage of the Howling Commandos. Um, Hydra people. Yeah. Basically, oh, because they use the, the map that Steve saw mm-hmm. to, like, hit all the Hydra bases. Because right. that's where the little flags were, right. were the Hydra bases. Um, so they're attacking them, and there's just a nice montage of them winning. Yeah. A lot of, just a lot of winning. You know, just a lot <laughs> just of Just a winning. lot of winning. Hashtag winning. Um, and then they get to... Um, there's a train. Right. So so they're at, so then it stops at, like, a more... Um, like, their last... One of the last places they need to kind of go to. Mm-hmm. So they're on the train. Well, they know that Zola's on the train. Right. So they're on the train, and Steve and Bucky get on the train. Where's everyone else? Well, Steve and Bucky and one of the other guys, mm-hmm. they zip line down to the train. Mm-hmm. The rest of the guys stay back for okay. some reason. And so Steve and Bucky go in, because they're basically trying to, um, to get Zola. Right. Because uh, they know that he's kind of the brains behind all mm-hmm. these weapons and, and all this other stuff that Schmidt's, you know, using. Um, and basically, uh, they kind of, I guess, know that they're coming. I don't know. But they end up they end up fighting with well, the Hydra people. Well, they have soldiers people. with the bigger weapons. The Hydra yeah. soldiers have the, the laser weapons right. that are yeah. doing that. So, um, 
like he at one point they go to shoot Steve. Steve uses the shield mm-hmm. and it blows outside of the train, uh, a side of the train car, and um, Bucky is like hanging on to like a little piece of metal flailing along the side of the train, and then and Steve tries to get him, but he can't, yeah, and he falls. And we all scream, Bucky! Yep. And we, he falls to his, his alleged death. His supposed death. So Steve, dun, dun, dun. Steve is sad. Yeah. Um, everyone com- And he can't get drunk. Right. So, oh, everyone, comes, so sad. everyone comes back and Steve is really, really sad. So he's trying to get drunk and he can't because that's what happens when you have super soldier serum, which is why I would never <laughs> take a super soldier serum. Because you want to get drunk. I just, all the time. Um, Oh my gosh, I would love some super soldier serum. Now that I think about it. Even if you can't get drunk? Yeah, be strong. <laughs> but drunk just makes you think you're strong. Yeah. <laughs> so, anywho, so he's sad and Peggy kind of comforts yeah, I guess. him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. talks to him about it. Kind of talks to so him about then it. So then going... they're talking to Zola. So the, the they're trying to interrogate Zola, basically getting information from him. And Zola's just a weak little guy, and so they basically get information about where the like what he's yeah you know, what they're what Hydra's planning and where the final stronghold is. Yeah. So they head there, um, and then there's just a lot of nothing. Like there's just a lot of battles. Yeah, but then Red Skull jumps into the bit this huge bomber thing, right. and with the Tesseract. And, yes, yeah. he's got the Tesseract, and. Um, Tommy Lee Jones jumps in uh, Schmidt's giant car yep. with Peggy Carter and Steve, uh-huh. and is is you know driving after the the bomber, right. and basically to get Steve close enough to get onto it. Steve and Peggy kiss. I made a note here that I wondered how good the kiss could be, considering he had only ever kissed Natalie Dormer. True, hmm. but also just the speed Tommy Lee Jones was going and yeah. just all that. Then it was funny because he kissed Peggy and he looked at Tommy Lee Jones and Tommy Lee Jones was like, I'm not going to kiss you. Yeah. 1940s. Yeah. Who? Gays. If this was 2017, they would have been making out too. Oh, if only. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that in Civil War. <laughs> so, um, so Steve jumps onto the bomber mm-hmm. from the car before the car goes over the edge. Right. Because the bomber's in the air. Yeah. And when he, he gets sees... in the bomber, he notices that there are many... Bomb planes? Yeah, they're like these weird little... Like, they're, they're bombs. But they're like single-seater. Yeah, like, but someone can be... It's like they're suicide bombs. Yeah, someone yeah. can control them. Right. Um, and they all have American city names on them. Right. Because and, Hydra's very organized. Well, which well, you actually think, appreciated. I didn't think it was just American cities, was I it? I think it was American cities. Oh, there New was York, one for Chicago. London? I just remember seeing American cities. And Boston, maybe? Maybe. I just remember seeing American okay. cities. Okay. Because America, okay. so okay, I start New York and Chicago, okay, and some places. Yeah. So anyway, um, so basically he beats them up, um, and stops the uh, the little bomb bomber planes from going anywhere and throws the Hydra people out. So he and then uh, he, he he confronts Schmidt, Schmidt Schmidt in the right. little cockpit but it's a huge cockpit schmidt talks about ultimate power and he grabs the tesseract before he grabs the tesseract he does flip some more he loves flipping switches yeah so he flips some switches that basically puts the plane onto a 
collision course. course to Washington D.C. Mm, or New York, yeah. a major city. Yeah, um, with more bombs. I think on it was it. New York. I think it was New York too, because that's what we kind of yeah. focus on. Um, and then he grabs the tesseract in. Yeah, and so when he grabs the tesseract, then he, he sees like infinity um space space and and, galaxies and whatever and i made a note that said holy infinity stone batman um and then basically doesn't it it's the infinity stone that like well that it consumes him right right, the tesseract basically consumes him so he kind of and then he kind of like dissipates. Yes. Yeah. And then the, the Tesseract falls and you see it burn through the plane and then fall out right. into wherever. Into the, I think, it ends up I think in they're the over ocean. an ocean. Yeah, it ends up in the ocean. So then Steve. They're over the Arctic Ocean, right. I think. So Steve then. Becomes, or at least the North Atlantic. Right. A cold place. <laughs> so then Steve goes to stop the plane and he realizes. He can't. Yeah. And the plane is so he on radios, a collision course. Yeah, he radios back to the Hydra um, uh, base where they all are, and he like basically explains that the only way that he can is manually. Yeah, autopilot's dead. Right. Yeah. Like the, he can't. He has to like put it down before it gets to its destination, mm-hmm. which I don't really understand, but for the purposes of the mm-hmm. movie, it had to be. Anyway, Peggy is really sad, and she's talking to him, and. And they make plans to go dancing next Saturday, but clearly that's not going to happen. But he and tells then, her to save his dance. Yeah. And he, and then he and then pulls you hear out it. his locket. Yeah. He has a locket with her picture in it, and he puts it next to him while he's buying the plane. And then you don't hear it on the radio anymore, and Peggy's just like, Steve? Steve? Um, very sad. So then they see, um, you see Howard Stark actually... With a group of people yeah. searching through for... They're in a boat and right. they're searching and they, for stuff. And but they, they find the Tesseract. Yeah. So this is kind of... This is where the, they... So at the end of Thor, when Nick Fury was showing um, Eric Selwig the Tesseract, this is where they got it from. Mm-hmm. Howard found it in the ocean. Right. But then he, he never found um, Steve mm-hmm. on the plane. Um, and then we um, cut to Steve laying in a, a bed... And you hear kind of the an old a radio, a, an old baseball game, and well, a baseball this, game. yeah, the sounds of um, you know traffic of New York, yeah. yeah. And he wakes up, and he kind of sits up on the bed, and he's confused, and he knows something's not quite right. And, the and then ner- somebody nurse comes, comes in, in, and she's you know she looks like she's from his time period right. and everything. I mean, a note of wouldn't it have been great if that was Black Widow, but right. whatever. Oh, that would have been really good. You're right. I know. So anyway, so he goes, what is this? And she's like, what are you talking about? And he basically says, I was at this game that you're playing right now, which I'm like, how the hell did he know that? Right. But um, I feel like if you were at a game, yeah, I think it was a big game. That's how they okay. had still had radio footage. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know. that makes sense. Um, but I wonder why they wouldn't have been, never mind. Apparently they don't have historical fact checkers. Of, of what fact he was at Shield and what games he was yeah. at. Well, I mean, when the games were, you could have at least. Yeah, but maybe oh, yeah. maybe the game was like three months ago. Because a lot of this this happened in a very fast period of time. Yeah, but you could know that he went missing at this time, maybe and like he just, was. Yeah, I'm just you know saying. What? They found okay? him. They didn't know he was going to be there. I know. Okay, so anyway, 
he realizes that something's wrong, um, and she presses a button, and these shield guys come in, and mm-hmm. he... Jumps through the wall. Yeah, he, like, hits them through the walls, and he's in, like, some sort of warehouse thing, and he wasn't really in, like, an apartment right. in New York. Well, he a technically is in New York City. Right. Um, and then he, like, runs out of the building, and he's all of a sudden in Times Square, and it's 2000... What year did this come out? 2013? No, 2012. 11. 11. Still? Yeah. They had three movies come out in 11? Yeah, 2011. Wow. Um, so it's 2011, you know, Times Square, and then a bunch of black cars pull up. Nick Fury gets out, and he's like, you've been asleep, Cap. <laughs> you've been asleep for 70 years. Yeah. And, and he's like... Um, I, I took I took a note that he like takes the news that he's been comatose for seventy years pretty easily. Yeah, because he, he really just says all he says is I had a date. Oh, which is really did. sad. So then credits, and then the end credits is him punching is Chris Evans' ass in some sweatpants. But hot damn, and punching he's, in a very tight shirt, yeah. punching a punching bag, and punching it really hard that it goes flying. Um, Nick Fury basically one. comes up to him and says. I have a mission for you, Cap. Mm-hmm. And then it goes, real credits, Captain America. Oh, and then you see a little preview for Avengers. Oh, yeah. And they show a preview. Which is really for, weird, because yeah. I don't think they do that again. No, but because everyone was so excited about Avengers. Yeah. It's just like, let's just tease you. Let's just tease you a little bit. So then they did that, and that was... And then it gets us all worked up yeah. for Avengers. Yep. So do you have any... Um, Fun facts that you want to share with us? Yeah, one second. Oh, this is actually one I kind of liked. Well, okay, so what's the segment called? Oh, it's called Fun Facts, Bitches. <laughs> so I always forget that. So um, before he accepted the part, Chris Evans actually declined it three times. Really? Yeah, so they offered to him three times, but he, and it's not like he didn't like the role, he just thought because the um, Marvel movies were blowing up, he didn't want to become too famous. You know, I have that problem all the time. Ugh. I don't want to become too <laughs> famous or too rich. Um, but Robert Downey Jr. actually convinced him to do it. Okay. Yeah, so he did that. Um, and then they also had, um, in the 1940s, they, had, they wanted to do cameos of Logan before he was Wolverine. Really? Yeah, and uh, Magneto. Because Magneto was a kid in a, in a concentration camp. Okay. And uh, Wolverine was really old. So they wanted to do that, but Fox obviously wouldn't let them. So they didn't do it. So yeah, so those are some fun facts. Do you have any? Um, I don't really accept that. Um, the film has nearly 1,600 visual effects shots. Ooh. Which... Um, it's pretty crazy. I feel like a lot of them were like um, having to do with Tiny Steve. Right, yes. <laughs> I can definitely see that. I don't know how much that holds up, Tiny Steve. I feel like I was less distracted by it when I first saw the movie. Yeah, I was, I don't know. I This time, I think because I've seen it so many times, yeah. that it didn't really bother me. It always jolts you at first when you first see it, but yeah. then you kind of It's a little off-putting. It. Yeah. Um, okay, so do we want to talk about the film? Yes, so rating the film, and remember, when we rate these films, we don't rate them as our favorite, as a Marvel movie. Yeah, just as a movie. We rate them just as a movie. I think maybe our last episode, we'll rate them all 
yeah. in order of the movies that we like after we see Infinity War. Right. Um, but I think for this one, as a movie, I would give it a seven and a half. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I, it was a, it, it I think it's a up. really great movie. It's I can watch it at any... Movie. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it was an origin story. Sometimes I get tired of origin stories. But this is a good origin oh, story. Oh, no, it's a good origin story. It's just, it's still an origin story. Yeah. Like, I'm ready for more. It's true. Stuff. At this point, I think you're At ready for point. more but stuff. But phase one right. is a lot of origin stories. Yeah, because they have once, to set everything up. Right. Once we get past the first Avengers movie, there's still origins, but not as many origin stories. Yeah. But the origin stories that they do are for lesser known th- characters, characters like you, Ant-Man and right. Doctor Strange. That and, people like me would know. Yeah. But people like Allison wouldn't know all. Right. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. So I think a seven and a half, it's an enjoyable movie. I can watch it over and over again. I think the casting is spot on. Yes. Um, Chris Evans is a great Captain America. Yeah. Peggy Carter, is, uh, Haley Peggy, Atwell yes, is, is, is great. great. Um, yeah. Literally everyone. Her um, last Peggy Carter in a, young Peggy Carter in a movie. Yeah. Which is sad. First and last. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it was a little bit easier to mm-hmm. cast this one because you didn't have to worry about these people, anybody except Chris Evans. To be and, in the and, la- you know, technically a spaz from Stan. Right. Um, to be in the later. Right. Movies. This is just this a is standalone just a yep. movie for the, for most of these exactly. people. Luckily, we did get two seasons of a Peggy Carter show um, that featured Haley Atwell and Dominic Cooper after, as Peggy Carter and Howard Stark. After Steve goes missing. And yeah. Just, yep. Uh, yeah. So it's like, it's post World War II. Yeah. So at, they win the war. It's Cold War shit. Yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. Uh, it's so good. good. If you haven't watched it, Agent we Carter, highly recommend it. Agent Carter is a great show. They're short seasons, I think. Yeah. They're only like 13, 14 episodes. Yeah. And they're good. Yeah. They're, good. they're very good. Very enjoyable. So good. So, yeah. So, that, yeah. A young Jarvis. A young oh. Jarvis, yeah. So, yeah. So, like I said, I think that the casting was a little bit easier to do this for right. most of the characters. Right. The only one that needed to be was Captain America. And, and Sebastian Stan, technically. Right. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So, what do, we, what do we have to look forward to next time? Avengers. The first Avengers movie and the end of Phase One, mm-hmm. so it's exciting. Yeah, because the first event, I yes, I will talk about my time seeing it in the theater, and I remember seeing it at midnight. Okay, I'm not gonna talk about it now. Wait for the next episode. <laughs> okay. It is. It's just it's it's a it's fun. Yeah, it's good. Yes. Yeah, it's a time of my life. I will. <laughs> You're such a nerd. Oh, I know, I know, but I was waiting for it for so long. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. So, yeah, so this has been Insert Super Pun here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm Parker. I'm Allison. I, is that how we had that? I don't remember. It's been too long. I don't know. I don't right. really feel like anybody cares about our names. Yeah, but next, come back next week for Avengers. Yes. Yes. For sure. Yeah.